is Insomnia, a show where I tell you stories to help you fall asleep. This story is called Poison Ivy. Now, the origins of Poison Ivy might not be that well known. Her actual name is Pamela Isley, and this story starts off with her walking through a park. And while she's in the park, she notices a man who is threatening his wife and he is threatening to lay hands on her. Their daughter is in the corner behind a bush, covering her ears and crouching down low, and she's scared. Poison Ivy remembers when she was the same age, she would do the same. Her mother and father would fight, and her father would berate her mom. They got into an argument because Poison Ivy, or Pamela at the time, she had a skin condition which she shouldn't have been exposed to sunlight and her mother would allow her to go play her father would say what are you doing and the mom would say well she's a child she needs to go out and play but her father would say listen i'm the one paying the medical bills so if i say she stays inside because of her condition she stays inside and they would get into a huge fight. And the father would beat her mother. And her mom would come outside afterwards and tend to her garden and her plants. And she had a lot of plants in the backyard. And one day Pamela says, Mom, are you okay? And she says, do you see these flowers, Pam? They can talk to you if you listen very quietly. She says, really? Yeah. If you listen really quietly, they'll talk to you. Maybe they'll tell you something or two. Now, her mom looks up, and Pam sees that her mom has a huge black eye, but she has a lot of flowers in the garden. And it's revealed that this happens again and again and again. Her father apologizes, and he brings with him a pot of flowers. So, while she has a lot of flowers in her backyard, it's also due to the fact that she's been beaten by this man. And she gets flowers as a I'm sorry gift constantly. Now, Poison Ivy, she remembers this, and she uses her powers to subdue that man at the park. She wraps him in vines wraps his mouth and says that she can kill him instantly but she leaves him there and she allows the woman to say to do whatever she wants with the man now for Pamela when she was growing up her father one day went berserk and killed his wife Pamela's mom he even went so far as to bury her in the backyard so the cops arrested him and Pamela was off to um, an orphanage but she learned about herself and she learned that she could use her body and her looks as a way to seduce and she was also really smart she was actually so smart in chemistry 
as she created her own drug, a drug that can help students stay up so they can study. And she would sell it at school. But she got caught. And the security guards put her in jail. And they were going to tell the dean. But Pamela had already flirted with the dean a long time ago and had relations with him. So not only did she get out without any charges, but she graduated at the top of her class. Now, what Pamela also remembers is she was able to use the toxins in plants as a weapon. So one day she visits her father in jail and he goes, wow, you've grown up, Pamela. And she just looks at him. And then she gushes over the table and she kisses him on the lips. And then the guards pull her off of him. And he goes, what are you doing? She did this to me. I didn't do anything. Now, what happens though is that Pamela had created a toxin that will kill someone in three days. Sure enough, her father died in prison three days later by poisoning, and no one knew why because it dissolved on her lips, and no one could trace it back to her. Now, after graduating, Pamela went to work for Wayne Tech Enterprises. She worked and she created a new chemical under Wayne Tech, and it was chemical that allowed you to um, use the toxins and the ingredients in plants to easily persuade people or to make them more willing. Now, she told that to Bruce Wayne. And Bruce Wayne said, you know, this sounds like brainwashing. And I don't think that we should support this effort anymore. And Pamela says, well, if you don't believe that, I'm going to take my uh, research elsewhere. And he goes, I'm sorry, you can't. Technically, Wayne Tech owns your, uh, your research. And we're going to choose to not do anything with it. She goes, really? And she gets really pissed off. So she goes back into her lab. And she tries to grab her things, but the security guards get her. And they knock over all her chemicals. Additionally, what happens is she gets a uh, position to be an assistant to a very famous chemist, Dr. Woodrow. Now, she ended up having an affair with him, but he also used her not just to be an assistant, but he injected her with a toxin that he had been working on. And what happened is it gave Pamela this power called the green. And the green is basically to have control over plant life. Swamp Thing is another being that has power over the green. And there are other, similar to Green Lantern, there are other colors that exist. There's the red, which is over animals. And there's the black, which is over death, or dead things, actually. Anyway, 
So now Pamela has the powers of poison ivy. And here's a story involving her as poison ivy. It starts off with a man and he's being constricted by vines and thorns everywhere. And he's found dead. Batman and uh, Jim Gordon are are evaluating the the scene and trying to figure out what's going on. And they deduce that it looks like it's from Poison Ivy, but it doesn't really look like it's from her. Something's up, so they need more investigation to go through. Meanwhile, Poison Ivy is admiring her plants. She's talking to them calling them sister and now and saying how marvelous they look and she remembers being in that lab with Dr. Woodrow and him poisoning her and her almost dying but her bouncing back and coming out of it with the power of the green and she didn't believe that she would ever have any type of power like this ever so she sees it as her job to get rid of those who threaten the green and plant life and Mother Earth. One of these men is golfing, and he's on his golf course, and he knocks the ball way off into the bush. So he goes to retrieve it, and when he grabs the ball, vines attack him, and he's found dead, constricted. And Gordon says it took the groundskeeper three hours just to find them in the brush. And so Batman and Gordon are again evaluating this to see if this is the work of Poison Ivy. And the reason why this man was targeted is because he had crimes against uh, the Earth eco-terrorism. But basically, he owned a big company, and they would bulldoze down trees and plants and everything. And Poison Ivy wasn't having any of that. Now, Bruce Wayne is in his cave, and he's reading about both of the men who are dead. And again, he's trying to find the link, and he finds that they're both involved in eco-terrorism. But they both actually had a connection together and kind of a company. Now the big kicker is that there's a third partner. So he says, I need to go to this guy before Poison Ivy gets him and kills him. This man pulls up to a bunch of women on the street. And he um, wants some nighttime business. Now... He is in the room with Poison Ivy, but she doesn't look like Poison Ivy yet. She has blonde hair and she has not green skin color. He starts to undress her at night, and Batman finds a location and he tries to stop him. But what happens is Poison Ivy's plants constrict Batman before he even gets the chance to to stop. Poison Ivy sits on the man's lap with her blonde wig and she simply kisses him and suddenly she turns into uh, Poison Ivy. She takes off his, her wig 
and the man can't move. And what poison ivy does is she takes an axe out of her bag and she hacks away at this guy. Now, it turns out that she actually did that one. But there's another story where Poison Ivy is living with Catwoman and Harley Quinn. And there's something on the news that says that a man died. And again, he was linked to more eco-terrorism. And Catwoman and Harley Quinn look at each other and they say, Ivy, did you do this? And she goes, no, but I wish I had. And again, this man, how he died, were, were symptoms that were very similar to what Poison Ivy would do. And Poison Ivy has a flashback of being in Arkham. And she remembers the doctors taking her blood and the guards hosing her down with water. And she remembers feeling tortured and terrible in Arkham Asylum. And she remembers getting this letter which she thought was from uh, Harley that says, I love you. That's where she met Harley and developed a relationship because Harley was her therapist at the time. But it's a letter that says, I love you, and has a leaf imprinted on it. She goes, wow, we're getting really close. Anyway, when, when, uh, when Gordon checks out this guy who died, his partner, or one of the other cops, is saying, it's definitely her. How could you not think that it's her? And he goes, because the guy who died, he had a needle, a needle mark in his neck. If it was poison ivy, why would she ever need to use needles? She never uses needles. So, they still need some evidence. Anyway, poison ivy is at home and uh, or she's out and she tells Catwoman and Harley I'm gonna be out and she doesn't come back for a long time so Catwoman and Harley go on the prowl and they go searching for some evidence about this guy they uh, bust into the police station and they find some files that they need but they also know that Poison Ivy's been gone and much longer than she needs to be, so they think that someone has actually taken her. It turns out that Poison Ivy is in a cell. She's in a cell and she's kind of rotting away. She looks like she's almost bones and, and leaves, and that's it. So they're trying to put the clues together of where is she? Now, Catwoman is trying to put all these pieces together. And Harley is being no big help, so Harley decides to take a walk. She leaves, and there's a guy with glasses who's in the park with her, and he injects her in the neck, and she's able to kick him, but the serum in the injection renders her useless, and she falls to the ground, incapacitated. Catwoman calls up Edward Nigma, the Riddler. She goes, listen, here's my problem. 
these clues and I don't know what's going on. Ingles will tell me, what do you think's going on? She says, well, Poison Ivy has been charged with all this stuff and her blood is found on the crime scene, her unique blood, but it doesn't make sense that she would kill this guy. She'd go far, but I don't think she would do it this way. And Edward Newman says, come on, think about this cat. You're getting soft. What are you talking about? Who else would have access to her blood? And in that moment, she realizes the doctors from Arkham. So, it turns out that the doctors from Arkham were in on it, using Poison Ivy's blood to set her up. And the police officer that was uh, working with Jim Gordon, he has actually kidnapped Poison Ivy and stored her away in this basement cellar. No sunlight, no water, no food. And that's why she's rotting away. And Catwoman ambushes him. And she tells Jim Gordon everything. And the cop confesses. So, they go to the cop's house in the woods, open up his cellar, and there they find Poison Ivy. But she looks like a skeleton with green skin. And she has no pulse. And Jim Gordon asks, is she dead? Catwoman says, well, what do you do when you have plants that look like they're dead? You water them. And there she drops poison ivy into a vat of water. And out she comes, full-bodied. And that man in the park, um, he hunts women to inject them. But poison ivy hunts him. And when they finally meet, he says, It's really you. If you knew how long I've been dreaming of this moment, I've been helping you, you know, getting my hands dirty so you don't have to. And he says, But it's been a pleasure, a real pleasure. And you are so beautiful. And Moise and Ivy says to him, I don't need your help, little man. He says, What? You seem to have me confused with some warm-blooded damsel in distress. I am not. I'm poison ivy. Yes, wait. I gave you freedom once. You don't remember? I love you. The man was the one who gave the card to poison ivy, not Harley Quinn. And so poison ivy says, come. Let me lift your burden from you. And she kisses him. And instantly, his body begins to quiver and to shake. And he falls to the ground. And his body is dehydrated and just looks like bones and skin. Poison Ivy walks off into the distance. And that is the story of Poison Ivy. <laughs>